Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 58 of Connection, Not Perfection. The podcast where parents and teachers can find ideas, strategies, and resources for connecting with teens. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am so glad that you're with me today. Now, whether you're here for the first time or you are an avid regular, I really appreciate you taking the time to hang out. So right now we are well into the school year and I am curious about something. What has your child's middle school experience been? Now I know that some of you I'm talking to have kids who are well out of middle school and some of you have kids who are right in the middle of it, no pun intended. And I would guess that you've probably experienced the dramatic shift that happens when kids go from elementary to middle school no matter where you are in the parenting game. That transition probably looked a lot like your kids moving into more independence and gaining more responsibility, and it also means less responsibility for you as a parent. And you know what, that shift is a great thing. It is absolutely the right time for kids to start taking personal ownership in their learning and in lots of other aspects of their lives. And it's great for them to figure out how to become self-advocates. But as a parent, it can be pretty scary to go through that transition. And even the best intention of us can have some missteps along the way. Now, I know for me, I wanted to respect my kids' autonomy at school, but still let them know that I was a resource who supported them 100%. But there were also times when I wished I could sit down with their teachers and explain what was happening behind the scenes. Those were times when I hoped and prayed that they really knew my kids and understood where they were coming from. And now that I've been on both sides of the desk as a middle school teacher and as the parent of middle schoolers, I have a pretty good grasp on the mindsets of each of those roles. And this week, I'm going to be talking to teachers about what parents wish their teens' middle school teachers knew. And next week, I'll be flip-flopping it and talking about what middle school teachers really wish that parents knew. So let's dive into that. Here are some things that parents wish their kids' middle school teachers knew. Number one, they want those teachers to know that they are navigating all the changes that they're seeing in their kid. And sometimes that's pretty hard because from hormones and puberty to attitudes and changing tastes, everything feels like it's topsy-turvy. The things that their child once loved, they now scorn and hate sometimes, and that can even include mom and dad, right? Now they're also, number two, navigating all the changes and how the school interacts with them. They are going from hands-on, touchy-feely, volunteer-begging elementary school teachers to an environment that sometimes communicates, don't let the door hit you on the way out, or even don't cross the threshold, we've got this. And I get it. Middle school is definitely the time for parents to let go, and no one wants to be the one who has to have their fingers pried off their kids' shoulders one by one, but the transition can feel abrupt, and sometimes even in the worst cases, it can feel kind of condescending, depending on how teachers and administrators handle things. Okay, number three, parents want middle school teachers to know that they are striving to see where they fit into the bigger picture with their kids. Even if they're 100% on board with a drop them off and pick them up mentality, it's hard to know when it is appropriate to step in and communicate with teachers. And what they're hearing from their kids might be, stay away, the teachers want us to take care of things on our own, 
which might be true for things like the curriculum, homework, classwork, tests, quizzes, and things like that, it probably isn't the case when it comes to huge changes in your child's day-to-day life, like a divorce or a grandparent coming to live with you or a death in the family. And what comes to mind when I talk about that is that when I was a teacher, I had two kids. They were brothers. I had one the first year and one the second. And it wasn't until we had that second student that we found out that their father had passed away two years earlier. We had no idea. And it's something that would have been really helpful in knowing those students and helping to meet their day-to-day needs. So in situations where things are changing at home and things like that, so there are times when parents do need to step in and communicate things that are going on at home, but sometimes parents don't know that. Sometimes it has to be spelled out. Okay, number four, and this is a huge one, I think, and I've mentioned it already, but parents want their kids' middle school teachers to really get to know their kids. And the sentiment that I've often heard is, if they just knew my son or my daughter, they'd understand why he or she dot, 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 fill in the blank. Um, And most parents do understand that middle school teachers can have upwards of 150 students. And that's a lot of people to get to know, especially in the fast paced classroom. But parents still have hopes that teachers will attempt to figure out what makes their kid tick, especially when there's a drastic change in behavior or academic performance or even especially for those kids who are quiet and may fade into the background because they don't have boisterous personalities. So also number five, parents want to be a team. They wanna be on your team. They wanna know how to best support teachers so that their child is in the best position to learn and excel academically. They know that there's accountability when there's good communication between school and home, and there is a much lower chance that kids will fall through the cracks, or let's just be candid here, that a kid will play the two ends against each other, right, and work the system. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Because if parents don't know what the teachers are doing, teachers don't know what's going on at home, kids can manipulate that situation sometimes because they don't have fully formed prefrontal cortexes and sometimes they don't make great decisions. That's just part of being developmentally appropriate. But when you're in good communication, when you have that team mentality, you can stay united. Now, if you're a middle school teacher listening to this, you might be asking, yeah, but what can I do about it? And I am so glad you asked that. And I do want you to keep in mind, if you're a middle school teacher and this kind of has you thinking, what, what's going on here? Just remember that next week, the tables are going to be turned and I'm going to be talking to parents about what you guys need. So I hope you guys can both lean in and listen to both sides of of the situation for the benefit of the teens in your life. So, okay, here are some ideas for how to involve parents in appropriate ways in your middle school classroom. So first off, I would say that it would be a great idea to write an awesome introduction letter or email and send it home within the first couple of weeks of school. Now in a letter like that, you wanna include all of the normal administrative stuff that you want parents to know, but you will probably want to include just a, a little bit of personal information about yourself, maybe a little bit of background, maybe if you have your own family, just something that's go- going to help them get to know you a little bit better because you're with their child every day. 
And that's a big thing. Okay, the second thing you can do is to communicate something positive about each student at least once during the school year. Now that may sound overwhelming, but you can spread this out over the entire year. You can do the math to figure out how many students you have and how many per week you should do to be finished by a specific date. And what helps with this, with this positive communication, is if you maybe have some templates set up so that it can be just a quick and easy dashing it off and handing it to the student to take home or emailing it. And I actually have a template to share with you guys. And if you want to find that, you can go to the show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP58. And there's a template for a positive parent note there. I would love for you to grab that and I'd love your feedback on it too. Let me know how it's working for you. Now, the third thing that teachers can do is to ask trusted parents to volunteer for mundane clerical tasks like making copies or decorating bulletin boards or organizing classroom supplies. There's all kinds of things you can have them do that still protects the privacy of your students in your classroom, but also takes some of those busy work things off of your plate and helps you have more time to spend on um, your grading and your planning and even getting to know your kids better. I highly recommend you pulling parents in to help you out that way. And the next thing you can do, number four, is Use times like the meet the teacher night or curriculum night to share a little of your own story about why you love teaching and how important your students are to you and why. I think parents love hearing that. They they just want to be reassured of who you are, what your heart is towards your students. I think that goes a long way in creating a positive rapport. Also, something to consider doing is to use social media to share classroom activities and events. Now, with this one, I do want to add the warning that you need to make sure you know your district's policies on this kind of interaction and what kind of privacy policies there are to protect your students and make sure you follow all those, but that can be a fun way to share things. You might also consider inviting parents into groups like Remind 101 if that's something that the school doesn't do already. And the last tip that I would have is to spell out to parents exactly how they can best support you, your classroom, and their student. This is great information to share in that intro letter that I mentioned earlier or at one of those meet the teacher or curriculum nights. Now, I do remember as a middle school teacher before I had kids of my own that I was super scared of the parents sometimes. I think I may have mentioned this in previous episodes, but if you're in that spot where you're a middle school teacher, you don't have kids of your own and you're a little bit leery of parents, Just know and understand that parents are just as uncertain about you as you are about them. And remember that often hearing from a teacher is a signal that there's bad news coming, right? But if you can cultivate positive interactions and open communication with the parents of your students, you're going to go a long way in creating the best learning environment for your students. Plus, when you do have to communicate something difficult, like poor behavior or an academic concern, you've already established a positive rapport with them. Working with parents to teach them the best ways to support you, over communicating to make sure everyone is on the same page and doing your very best to know your students individually, all those things go a very long way in keeping teacher-parent relationships positive. 
Now, I wasn't sure if I was gonna mention this or not, but if you are a middle school teacher listening, I am so excited to share that I am working on a great resource that will address all of these things, plus provide some creative solutions that are easily executed. So be watching for more information about that in the near future. It's something that I'm really gearing towards you new middle school teachers. So again, I hope you are already off to a great start this year, but I know from being a middle school teacher myself that that first year can be super overwhelming. So I'm excited to be creating some things that will hopefully be super helpful for you. All right, guys, as always, Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And again, I just want to express that I truly appreciate you sharing your time with me. Remember, if you want that resource that is a template for a positive note home to parents, you can grab that in my show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP58. And on those show notes, you can also do a couple of other things. You can sign up for my weekly email and you can also leave a review in iTunes about the podcast. I would love to be able to help as many teachers and parents as I can possibly reach. And you guys can help me do that by um, leaving a starred review or even writing a review on iTunes. So I would super appreciate that. All right, friends, until next time, from an ish girl who cannot believe that both of her babies are already past their middle school years, it is all about connection, not perfection.